0: Morning everyone. Welcome to the Soul Beauty Chat podcast. My name is Fatima, and if you're new around here, the Soul Beauty Chat is a community for women on a mission to heal and walk in their God-given purpose through self-care, practical guidance, faith-infused resources and events. Okay, as per usual, have to share some quick announcements. The event is on February the 23rd, 2019. There are only, let's see, I believe I checked yesterday and there was only about four tickets left. So if you are interested in in the area, um, just know that tickets are very limited and I cannot um, sell or offer tickets at the door. So if you're interested in coming, this is your chance to go ahead and grab your tickets. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you. I cannot wait to meet all of you at this event. It's going to be a great time. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to share that really quickly. Also wanted to share that the podcast that I am featured on weekly where I talk about mental health, um, depression, therapy, a lot of different topics from the lens of the black community and the struggles that we face with those topics. Um based upon Charlemagne the god's book called shook one that podcast is called peace in the middle and i will be sure to put the link in this episode i don't think i've been doing it recently forgive me for that but i will put the link in this episode for anyone that wants to check it out it's my sister's podcast wakia and she um is a christian career and life coach as well and she uh has a really awesome podcast that i think you guys will enjoy so it's called peace in the middle if you want to check it out and the link to the latest episode will be in the description of this podcast okay so today i want to talk to you guys about how do i want to name this i don't know yet but i want to talk to you about spending time alone what i learned from what I learn and am learning from doing things alone, and why you should do more things alone this year. So really quick story. A few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with a coworker who was describing to me that, you know, she would like to do some things along, but she is a little afraid because she used to doing things with her partner um who is now like now they're in a long distance relationship. So without, you know, going too much in detail about that, but that conversation really did inspire, you know, this podcast. So I just wanted to kind of start with that. Like she was kind of just sharing with me that that was something she was interested in doing and I started giving her all these tips and I was like, this will probably make a really good podcast episode. So if you're listening, thank you for the idea. <laughs> um so something that Okay, I'll start with why I like to do things alone. Um, And I'll also start with like a personal story. So in September of 2018, I took a seven-day solo trip to California. And I've done solo trips before um, where I've gone, maybe it's like Philly for the weekend or Miami or... um, anywhere really like I'm totally used to doing things alone but this was the first time that I was doing something alone for seven days and also without any like real concrete plans um outside of like a few things but without really like having oh I'm gonna go hang out with this person for x amount of days or I'm gonna go stay with this person like it was the most solo solo trip I've ever taken (laughs) if that makes sense And I'm thinking about this now because I was actually just flipping through my old journal and reading, like, the journal entry that I wrote, like, the day before going on this trip. And basically in the journal entry, I was trying to figure out, like, why do I have this deep sense of just loneliness almost creeping over me like I had been planning this trip for so long I was so excited about it and then it's like the day before suddenly I feel all these feelings of like homesickness and this sense of like newness and and unexpected just world that I'm stepping into and I've I have been to California before but I had never been to some of the parties that I was going to and like I said this was the most solo solo trip I had ever taken so I didn't have a lot of concrete plans to like meet up with friends and to do this and to do that. It was really just like exploratory for me. Um so yeah, just reading over this journal entry was really interesting to see like my thought process before then. And it made me think of like how so many people that I know have expressed to me that they would love to do something alone, but It's always like a fear based reason as to why they don't. And I want to share that, like, I definitely feel those fears when I decide to do something alone. Like, reading over my journal entry from the day before my trip, I totally felt those fears of, like, what if something goes wrong? What if, what if, like, something tragic happens? What if I lose my money? What if I run out of money? What if I lose my phone? Like, I just started thinking of, like, all the worst case scenarios. But I think even in thinking of all those, terrible things that can happen I always go back to this feeling of peace when I think about how protected I am by God and that's what I told my coworker because she was asking me like well weren't you afraid like out in the desert by yourself because I went to Joshua Tree I stayed in an Airbnb and like I'm in the middle of the desert and there was plenty of moments where like I wake up really early so I would get up early and like go for walks or whatever and I'm like the only black person like walking around in the middle of the desert so people were kind of looking at me like you know what is happening right now so you know there would be times where I would feel that slight feeling of fear or like that or even just that feeling of feeling unsafe because you're in a new environment and you don't know people you don't know the neighborhood you don't know you know which direction you're going in outside of you know smartphones and stuff like that but at a core level you know doing those things really forced me to trust my intuition it forced me to trust my um ability to make decisions on the spot and if it forced me to go in deeper with god because. I felt so close to God during that trip. I felt so close to God because I was out thousands of miles away, away from my family and away from anyone that I knew. So it was like really anything could happen, but I just had this peace that like I was, God was the only thing that I had in that moment. You know, I think sometimes when we're doing things with friends and we're, we're doing things with partners and stuff, it's like, we we almost don't appreciate God as much because we don't have to rely on him as much in those situations. But when you're in a situation where really all you have is yourself, it's like the voice of God just becomes so much clearer. At least for me, that's what I experienced. It's like, I just felt God's presence so much more. I felt so grateful. I felt so overwhelmed with just like joy and just overwhelmed with this sense of just like, discovering like I was discovering a new place but I was also discovering more parts of myself and more parts of my relationship with God and that was just such a beautiful thing and that's part of why I enjoy doing things alone so much and I've been like this for a while actually um currently single but in the past when I was in a relationship I still was that type of partner that would randomly decide that I was going to go somewhere by myself just because you know like just because I wanted to um and I think I think that's a good practice for everyone regardless of what stage you're in whether you're single whether you're a mom whether you are um whatever whatever your your title or your label or whatever your, your suit is your human suit form is that you decide to address yourself as There's the value in doing it alone. There's so much value in it. You learn so much about yourself. I've learned so much about myself in the times where I've had to do things alone. And some, I was talking to another friend um, a few weeks ago about this. And as we were talking, just normal conversation, something that came up like that I said was I've had some of my best times by myself, some of my best experiences, some of my best moments, some of my dopest memories have been by myself. And that, that that may feel that may feel and sound lonely to some people, but to me it feels liberating. To me, it feels so amazing to think back on some of my most amazing memories, some of the most beautiful sunrises and sunsets, some of the most awesome adventures I've ever had have been by myself. To me, that is such a beautiful treasure that I have with myself. And Doing things alone has taught me the difference between feeling lonely and being alone. There's been so many times where I've been doing things in this world by myself and I have felt so at peace and not alone at all. And then to be completely honest, there's also been times where I've done things where I do feel lonely. And it's weird because it's usually the smaller things like like it varies, but I, I can think of a few times where I could be hiking or doing something. So bike riding, like I don't feel alone during those. I mean, I don't feel lonely during those times, but there's been times where I've just gone to the grocery store (laughs) in another state and I'm like, dang, like now I feel lonely or like, it's like, sometimes it's just those in between moments, you know, but having those experiences have helped me to decipher when I feel lonely versus when I feel alone. And it's allowed me to go deeper into those thoughts and really kind of talk myself through, well, why do you feel lonely? Why do you feel like X, Y, and Z? I think that's a good practice for everyone. Um, So I want to share some, some tips for spending time alone. Oh, actually, before I go to the tips, I, 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 made notes. So let me actually use them. So quick list of things I've learned by spending time alone. Number one, most things I'm afraid of aren't as scary as I imagined, and they're just irrational fears that never actually happened. Number two, um, I've gotten a stronger faith and confidence because I know I'm protected by God. Number three, what I like and don't like and how I want to be treated. This is huge. I think spending time alone has given me so much clarity on the things that I like and the things that I don't like, especially when it comes to traveling, right? Because I enjoy traveling alone. And it makes it so easy for me to just like decide how I want to feel when I'm traveling. Like I'm the type of person that I enjoy having balance when I travel. I don't want to just do all sightseeing stuff, but I also don't just want to like stay in the house and just chill or just do everyday average stuff. Like I want a balance of almost feeling like I'm living like a local. And then I also want a little bit of that touristy adventure. So, but that's how I learned that. Like I would have no idea what my travel style was had I not done some traveling alone. And the part about how I want to be treated, I think this is huge too because outside of traveling, right, like just doing things alone, like going to the museum or getting your nails done or going to the grocery store even, like those basic things really can define for you how you want to feel when you're having those experiences. And also it gives you the confidence that like, you don't have to wait around for someone to take you to these places. Like, I think that is a huge mistake that a lot of women make, especially when it comes to like being single and like wanting to date and stuff and having this feeling of like, oh, like I just want to be taken out. I want <clears throat> to, excuse me. I want to go to this. I really want to see this movie, but I don't want to go alone or I really want to go see this new exhibit at this museum, but I don't want to go alone. And it's like, I think it's important as women that we push ourselves past that because I talked about this with my sister on her latest podcast, um, which you guys should definitely check out. Uh, I don't think it's out yet, but it will be out by Thursday of Thursday of what is that? The the week of the 10th, whatever the Thursday is, but Yeah, we were talking about how, like, when you're stepping out into dating, it shouldn't be coming from a place of needing the person. Like, you shouldn't feel like you need this person to take you to this place, or you need this person to pay for this meal, or you need this person in order for you to go to this exhibit. You know, I think it's important, especially as women, that you already have a sense of self and that you already have confidence that like i would be doing this even if you weren't here and not from an arrogant place but just from a place of like i am choosing to spend my time with you i don't have to spend my time with you okay on to the next point um something else that i've learned by spending time alone is i've discovered new hobbies and passions so Like I've been able to go deeper into my meditation practice. Zumba is something I love. I've started taking Zumba classes again. Skating, um, taking improv classes, traveling—like all of those things were a result of me doing things alone. Like had I been that type of person that was just like, "Well, I'm just gonna," you know, none of my friends want to go, so I guess I'm just not gonna go. Like I would have never taken an improv class if that was the case, (laughs) or like skating, like skating is something that i just love personally for myself. And this is one that actually i can't even say that i i can't really speak into this as if i'm doing it on a regular basis to be honest because i've been saying i want to take skating lessons. I want to take skating lessons and i still haven't done it yet. But we're getting them. Um but yeah, just like doing things alone and often you really start to learn a lot about what you actually enjoy. So you may pick up a new hobby that may turn into like a new craft or a new business or just anything. But I, sometimes it's kind of hard to follow that curiosity if you're constantly waiting for other people to do stuff. And the final thing is that I'm more confident as a person, more open to trying new things and more spontaneous and an ease in my body. I noticed this When did I notice this? Maybe on Friday when I was doing this presentation at work. Well, no, I've noticed it maybe a few weeks ago where I was just like, wow, like this is the first time in my life where I actually feel 100 percent comfortable in my body as myself, (laughs) as a person that struggled with anxiety for as long as I can remember to have moments where you don't have anxiety and you're just comfortable and relaxed is groundbreaking. <laughs> but I think a lot of that came as a result of doing things by myself. Like it really helped me to build my confidence, you know. It helped me to to stand a little bit firmer when I'm in situations that are new because I'm used to being in situations that are new. So, those are some things that I've learned. Now I want to share some tips for you if you are you know, interested in spending time alone. So the first tip that I will share is to make it a date. So when you decide that you want to start, you know, doing things alone, make it a date, like really hype it up the way you would hype up a date with a romantic partner and really kind of like celebrate it, get excited about it, tell your friends even like, hey, like I'm so excited. I'm taking myself out on Friday night. Like I'm going to have so much fun and plan something fun, like plan that thing that you've been saying you wanted to do for the longest, but you haven't had anyone to go with. Whatever that thing is for you, as long as it's of course safe, like, and, and that's, that's objective, right? Because everything can be unsafe to a certain degree. Literally walking down the street can be unsafe if, Like, there's so many things that can go wrong just by, like, stepping out of your house. So when I say safe, like, you know, use your best judgment on what is safe. Um, So, yeah, but make it a date. Get excited. Get dressed up. Like, get your hair done. Get your nails done. Like, really get excited to take yourself out. Um, The second tip is to plan your day or to be completely spontaneous. What A tip that I really enjoy doing is... I'll plan a day to take myself out, but I won't plan the activities of the day. So I'll just say, OK, on Saturday, I'm going to go to New York City and just take myself out and just do whatever I want to do. So I'm going to go to New York City. And if I decide that I want to go eat, I'm going to eat. If I decide that I want to go take a bike ride. I'm going to take a bike ride. Like really just follow your intuition. I think that's a good practice of like if you want to build your trust in yourself and your trust in God and just like following your following the breadcrumbs following what feels good in that moment that's a good tip for that and then the final tip that I'll share is to document your feelings document your feelings so like the way I was sharing earlier about my journal like share how you are feeling as you're doing this you know as you are out and about like you know, if you have a moment, take out your phone or bring a journal with you and just write down like, yeah, I'm out at this park right now. It's beautiful. I feel so happy. I feel so grateful. Or, you know, if you're feeling lonely, write, write that down as well. Like, I'm feeling kind of lonely. You know, I wish that other people were here with me. Like, just share whatever actually comes up for you in that moment, because this is great a great way to learn about yourself later on like when you get home or just when you have some downtime to just reflect and you can kind of ask yourself those questions like well why did I feel lonely in that moment and why did I feel you know the need for other people to be around in that moment and then and something else I want to mention like total disclaimer there's absolutely nothing wrong with having moments where you feel lonely I, I hope that my you know my stance on on this is not coming across that way but I definitely you know I definitely think it's important for us to challenge those feelings like to understand why do i feel this way you know versus just saying oh i'm so lonely <laughs> like why do you feel that way you know really dig into that a little bit deeper and a great way to do that is by documenting your feelings through journaling or maybe you have a video diary or something like that okay so the last thing that i want to share is when i was thinking about this topic I wrote this little I called it a memoir but it's it's just writing (laughs) like it's not really a poem or maybe it is I don't know I'm I'm, that's still one area that I'm just figuring out because I write a lot and sometimes it sounds like poetry but I don't consider it poetry so you just take it take it as you as you see fit okay Silence is often my best teacher. In seasons of solitude and retreat, I find it the easiest to hear from God. We suddenly start having conversations everywhere. The shower, the car, the commute to work. I can hear him more clearly. I can hear my thoughts clearly. I express gratitude more often. I can sort through the mess in my mind with ease. Silence is my friend. Learn to befriend that part of you that brings fear to the light. Sit with it. Hold on to it. Embrace the silence around you. There's healing in your silence. Thanks for listening, guys. I will talk to you in the next episode.